Welcome to Resilient Faith, the podcast. Opportunities to find deeper resilience within ourselves can come when life seems most challenging. This podcast is to help you develop that resilience and connection with God. Being resilient and having power starts with faith. Hello, listeners. My name is Carol Madden, and I'm a longtime active member of Brentwood Presbyterian Church, and I'm honored to spend these few minutes with you. This story is about my tattoo. Now, I know in Christianity there's some controversy regarding tattoos. Some Christians take issue with them, wanting to uphold the Hebrew prohibitions found in Leviticus. However, others, including myself, believe that the stated punishable offenses found in Leviticus, including trimming your beard, mixing fabric and clothing, and not standing in the presence of the elderly, I kind of like that one, were part of the Jewish ceremonial laws of the time and don't apply in present day. But nevertheless, I'm often asked about it. So today on our Resilient Faith podcast, I'd like to share the story of my tattoo. The abridged version for the sake of time. So, it was the mid-1980s, and after years of abusing my mind, body, and spirit with destructive addictions, I was an absolute mess, physically, mentally, emotionally, let alone spiritually. I had obvious signs of potentially serious health problems relating to my excess. I didn't sleep, I rarely ate, I started hallucinating and hearing voices, and that scared me. There were intense highs and even more intense lows and not much in between. My family was rightfully considering an intervention. I knew I had to do something. I was also pretty sure that I didn't have the strength to do it alone. I considered psychiatry and even hypnosis to help me cut back on my addictions. I didn't really want to quit, not only because I didn't think I could, but because that would mean giving up the lifestyle I had come to know and separating myself from my so-called friends and co-addicts. But in perfect timing, an angel appeared in my life. Let's call him Scott. Scott was a Christian, but as most of us know, the flesh is pretty weak and he had also become sidetracked and snared by addiction. All I knew about Scott was that he was just like me, drug and alcohol dependent. But one night, after overhearing my feeble cry for help, Scott leaned over and whispered in my ear so our other friends couldn't hear, have you ever thought about Jesus? He can help you. I think I just laughed and dismissed his words, but Scott didn't give up. He continued to come over and while getting high with me would read to me from his Bible about the promises of God. He told me and at the same time reminded himself that true peace of mind, heart and spirit can be found in the divine. Scott convinced himself first and stopped getting high with me but he didn't stop coming over. He didn't stop sharing the word with me and then one day 
I actually started listening. I remember it like it was yesterday. Scott said, just ask. I thought about it for weeks, but I was truly afraid. Afraid that it wouldn't work for me, but even more afraid that it might. Reluctantly, one Sunday morning, about 4 a.m., feeling scared and totally unworthy, I dropped to my knees and clumsily but desperately prayed for divine intervention. I said, okay, here I am. I can't do this by myself. Please help me. And I felt it like a breath of electricity come through the top of my head, slowly through my body and seemingly into my very soul. I felt it. I knew something had happened, something good, something miraculous, but I wasn't sure just what it was. I got back into bed and slept like a baby, woke up the next morning, a new person. I had been changed. There were a lot of tough times during the transition to my new life, but that would take way too much time here. But suffice it to say that at some point during that time, I started reading the Bible. And I found one verse that really stood out to me. So simple, yet so profound. Honestly, I believe that if, if we could all just abide by these six little words, it could literally solve all the world's problems. Poverty, war, discrimination, homelessness, hunger, greed. Those words are found in Micah 6.8. Quote, he has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God, Unquote. To act justly to me simply means trying to act honorably with God and other people. And one way we act honorably with others is by loving mercy. And if we love mercy... We're much less judgmental. We have more compassion for others, all others. We're more gracious and kind, treating everyone with love and understanding, regardless of characteristics such as race, gender, religious affiliation, sexual orientation, socioeconomic status, because those are superseded by love. And then... Walk humbly with our God, letting God teach us what is good, to treat each other fairly and with kindness, with justice and mercy. Hence, my one and only tattoo, act justly, love mercy, walk humbly, scripted conspicuously inside of my right forearm so that I can be reminded every single day. There you have it. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Resilient Faith, the podcast. Resilient Faith is sponsored by Brentwood Presbyterian Church in West Los Angeles. You can follow our church and this podcast on Facebook at BPC Team and Instagram at BPC underscore USA. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for listening.